Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa, and welcome to episode 55. 55. We are back, my dudes, from vacation. From vacation. We had a really nice break. I was gone for a week. You were gone for a week. I was gone for a week. Totally different places, though. Yes. Can you believe it? We actually traveled without each other, We traveled separately. On separate weeks, because a lot of times when we've traveled before, we've traveled at the same time. And come back on the same exact day. Yes. Before we get into today's fun, fun content, we say it here every week. I'm going to say it here again. Say it again for me. July 27th at the Williamsburg Music Center. You know what's going on? Oh, ooh, tell me what's going on. Oh, there's a live show. Oh, oh, a live comedy show by your girls, Alyssa and Sabrina from Keeping It Together. Oh, I'm so excited. It's, it's, a little, our, it's a little warm in here. Ooh, it's yeah, a little hot excited. in here. It's going to be a <laughs> spicy show. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can get your tickets in the link of this week's bio of Every episode that we have been doing, there'll be a link in here as well. Has all the details of when the doors are going to be opening, when the show is going to start, and all of the fun that is going on. We're going to have guests. There's going to be games. Our faces will be on a stick. Ooh, yes. You can hold our faces on a stick. Hold me. I'm lonely. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Are you, though? I am actually kidding for once. Oh, that's good. Uh, but yes, please get your tickets. They're only $5. They are not expensive. They, one, help to fund this show, and two, they are going to be donated to charity. Um, we're going to be announcing the charity at the live show as well, and it's going to be a really great cause. We're going to have a ton of fun. You guys are going to be involved just as much as we are, so please, please, please do not sleep on this. Jumping into this episode, now that I'm done plugging. Are you? I am. I am. I am for now. I'm going to plug it like 10 other times. Um, Something we haven't, we've touched upon it like once before previously, like way back when we first started. Way back when? Back in our, I think our very first self-care segment was traveling. um, But this one we want to talk about vacation. Yes. Literally because it just happened to us and we feel like new people. Oh my gosh. I feel so good after my vacation. When was your last vacation, Alyssa? before this one was like two years ago yeah i remember because i went to new orleans with my family with oh this, that with was my when aunt sally and uncle greg and everybody my cousin hannah was graduating at the time and this time my cousin sarah was graduating you know when my last one was hmm. the, our spring break cruise what? three years ago yeah in college in college <sighs> well life happens when when you get older you know you don't like, cause usually what it was for me growing up is I would take vacations with my family mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I went to the beach for my friend's wedding, but that wasn't like really like a vacation vacation There's still stuff going on. And it's yeah. tough. Cause like, I don't consider little weekends as a vacation. Like that's not long enough. Like, you know what I need? I need a, I need a week with my ass in a chair at the beach or by a pool. Mm-hmm. I need a drink in my hand. I need to be oh. eating wherever I want to go yes. eat. I drank from a bucket, like a little bucket drink that said Malibu on it. Oh, that sounds so nice. It was so good. So fruity and sugary. But you know what? It was okay because I was on vacation. Yes. Oh, my God. My, where, did, where did you go? Where did I go? Okay, so I went to Siesta Key, Florida. Mm, like the show. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I could see the house from where we were staying. I have so many issues with that show, but Siesta Key is a really fun place. Yeah. So, I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, So, I guess a little backstory on the vacation. Um, I went on vacation with a bunch of friends that I had back in high school. We got close my senior year of high school. Um, When I went home for my brother's funeral and everything, 
uh, they were they were there for me. They were supportive. And one of them goes, hey, we're going on vacation the week of the 4th. My parents have this condo. All you got to do is just get your plane ticket down there. And I was like, I was sitting there debating because I part of the reason why I haven't really taken vacations is because I felt bad taking time off. You know, mm-hmm. so well, we're going to get to that. Point. Yeah, we're going to get to that point. Don't you worry. Um, you know, but I felt bad and I was just in this place of like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on Fuck this it. vacation. I remember my my friend invited me. I they, they took me out after my brother's funeral. This was the day of my brother's funeral. And they they told me I went on my phone. I used rewards points. You bet your sweet ass. I got tickets for $11 round trip. I was like, I'm freaking going. Yeah. $11 flight rewards, baby. So, so, you know, I did it on a whim and I also did it as like a, you know what? Like I need to start living more. And I just kind of knew in that moment that well, the, my brother would want me to do that as well. Even take away that aspect, we get really comfortable in our lives and mm-hmm. we always find an excuse to not do something, right? When it's not a, a financial excuse, yeah. right? Because vacations can be expensive, you know? It's all about finding the affordable one for you, but we can't let work be the reason we don't go on vacation. We'll we'll get to that because I know yeah. we have a lot to, to talk about in that regard. I mean, my vacation was a cruise with my family and another family um, who we've done tons of vacations with. And I actually haven't had a vacation with my family in a long time, nor have has my family been all four of us together in a very long time, other than like Christmas. You know, my brother always played travel hockey and then we're six years apart. So it was always tough getting us all together in the same room after I left for college. And so this was kind of our last chance to do something of just the four of us for probably a long time. Yeah. Because before then was Mimi's funeral. That was like the last time we all saw each other. Yeah. So it was tough, but it was nice to get together in a scene that we were on a boat the whole week and we went to Puerto Rico and St. Kitts and the Bahamas and just really got to relax with each other. Like my family and I haven't had a vacation like that in so, so long where we were just laughing the whole time. There was that no drama. Really nice. There were no problems. It was just so, so good. And I got to like just have a moment to gain a little perspective and kind of like check myself, yeah. you know, getting getting out of your, your state or wherever you're at really helps you reset and kind of look at things in a new light. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, this on this vacation away, what I really did is I really tried to unplug. I mean, I've been trying to do that a lot more. But I've also, when I was on the trip, I was trying not to focus on the things that I had to get back to when I did come back. Because I caught myself a couple times on the trip thinking about, oh, I need to message this client and this client and this client. And I sat there and I was like, shut up. Because mm-hmm. when, <laughs> when you pay attention to work in those moments, it doesn't become a vacation anymore. You get distracted. You get anxious. You get upset that you're not doing something. Yeah. And that can be tough when vacations are supposed to let us reset. There's supposed to be that moment where we can kind of pause for a little bit because we do everything in our power to make sure that we can enjoy that vacation. Yeah. So I really, I really tried to stay in the moment, AKA mindfulness and just kind of focus on what was going on around me. And I, you know, I didn't really take a lot of pictures, you know, I posted to the Instagram story here and there, but I really just focused on, okay, what can I do in this moment physically here? 
And I really enjoyed the time with my friends. And, like, there were points where we were laughing so hard. We were crying. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just so much fun. And I am unbelievably thank you for that vacation. David, Mm -hmm. I know you're listening to this right now. (laughs) Thank you, homie. Um, I mean, like, I had, I just had a wonderful, wonderful time. That's amazing. And I'm so thankful for it. And, like, um, you know, we're recording this on Sunday. Tomorrow I have to go back to the real world mm-hmm. and i don't feel so overwhelmed mm-hmm. going back to it yeah um, it's kind of like you can tackle whatever's coming at you and know that it's gonna be okay yeah i had a really good time as well i had this moment we were actually in st kitts and um, went ziplining and we were like deep in st kitts like we were in uh the jungle essentially like we were in the their version of like the rainforest and the first zip line they had us go on was two miles long and you had the option to, like, bring your phone with you if you wanted and, like, take pictures or GoPros. And I actually opted to not do that. I'm like, you know, I really want to enjoy these views. I really want to, like, see what this island's about. And all these zip lines were really long. So there was a two-mile, one-mile, half-mile. Or there were two half-mile zip lines as well. Mm-hmm. And on the first one, I, I was actually the, the last of our entire group to go. So I was going to meet everybody at the end because the way it was, like, it was one-at-a-time type of zip line. And so when it's my turn to get on there... They put me on and they literally push me and we start going and we are zipping through this forest. I mean, I was going so fast, but I had this moment where I kind of just like let my hands go and I like laid back and I let the zip line like just take me and I just saw the volcanoes and the water and the mountains and it was just like, wow, like this is what life should be about. Like Mm -hmm. I need to really have more of these moments where I can just kind of really physically, emotionally and mentally let go. I had I had a little bit of a moment like that on my trip. It was Thursday. It was 4th of July. Um, we all went out onto the beach and, you know, like 9 o'clock at night as the sun was setting. And at, we were on a private beach and down the way was the public beach. And on the public beach was where they were going to start doing the fireworks. And, you know, most people, they're sitting there and they're recording the fireworks show and they're doing all that stuff. But me, I just kind of put my phone down and I just watch the show and i was like wow oh you this... didn't record a fireworks video i, I recorded at the very oh beginning my god I, I record... you are one of those people i i did it at the very beginning wait okay. first question what is the point of recording the fireworks i don't know i mean i did <laughs> Do it you watch them later on so i did it because some people were putting off fireworks early like it wasn't the actual show show Um, and they were putting fireworks off while the sun was setting and i was like this is really beautiful like interesting i just want to share this beautiful moment with other people and also too i was kind of hoping my mom would see it because i figured my mom would like it Mm. um but no i just kind of sat there and i watched like the the real show and there was just so much going on in the real show and i was like wow like this is a once in a lifetime kind of view kind of show um and it was just one of those moments where i was like truly thankful to be alive it was a bittersweet moment because i sat there and i was like i'm really thankful to be here but i'm also really sad that my brother didn't get to see something like that um but at the same exact time that just keep makes me want to keep pushing and keep having these kinds of memories and keep wanting to just go out there and live you know travel can really help especially when it comes to grieving it's really tough but it really helps us get out of the house and more importantly get you out of your head right it just kind of gives you that reset button in that regard in a way that you can't get from anything else i mean 
people always joke around that travel, quote unquote, fuels the soul, but there actually is a, a little bit of science to it, right? People always say when you're happy, your brain naturally releases serotonin. You get that warm, tingly feeling. Well, traveling does that to anybody. When you put yourself into a new situation, a new scenario, in a new country or a new city, wherever it may be, there's almost this feeling of, it's going to sound weird, like helplessness almost. Because you you don't know what's going on and you have to kind of figure it out on your own. And you you can't let the distractions get to you. Yeah. Well, you kind of make yourself vulnerable Mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um you know, for me with this group of friends, like I've never slept in the same room as any of them before. Yeah. Like we had to all share a bathroom. Like we all had to coordinate our schedules together. We had to go navigate Florida and mm-hmm. we all kind of took responsibility looking out for each other, you know, because we did go out. Yeah. And it's why people say solo travel is really, really good for you too. Mm-hmm. And it's good to do it with friends as well. Yeah. Um, I have a point here from one of the articles that talks about how traveling makes you mentally resilient. And what it says here is going and living somewhere where you feel excited and intimidated at the same time can help toughen you up mentally and emotionally. And some people don't like to hear the the phrase like toughen up when it comes to mental health it can kind of be a little bit of an anecdote anecdote that's what i'm going anecdote yep yep um but but it it is you kind of need that you do kind of need to build yourself up a little bit and put yourself in those uncomfortable situations to see what you can and you can't handle because it's in those moments you can really say, I can handle this. Like here, there's a quote from from the author. When I was younger, I couldn't see myself traveling the world on my own. It was incredibly scary. But now I travel by myself most of the time and I love it. It's never as scary or dangerous as you make it in your head. You know what? And it's true. It is true. I will remember the first time I ever did a trip on my own without my family. Which, okay, technically it wasn't on my own, but it was the first time I ever traveled, like, without traveling with my parents. Mm-hmm. And you had to get was, to the airport by yourself. Yeah, and honestly, it was that same cruise that we went on. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was that same cruise that we went on. I remember I had to I had to get my own self home because everybody left on different days. Um, so I was yeah, like, Yeah, you wow. left my house by yourself. Yeah, and then that kind of, like, that set off a trickling effect of, okay, like, I can book my own plane ticket and I can travel to different places. And I mean, you know, that that got me the courage to, um, you know, travel to you when you moved here, you know, just get on a plane mm-hmm. by myself and get myself to an airport and then get myself from the airport to, you know, right. where you were. And like, it really kind of puts yourself into understanding what patience is and really patience, the- but then also what you're capable of as mm-hmm. well. Right. And it's there's another quote here that traveling teaches people patience, but especially to surrender control to the uncontrollable. Right. And effectively problem solve. One of the flight delays. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. That happened to me when I was coming back. We were on I was actually flying JetBlue, which love JetBlue. This is not their fault. Um, There were so many storms coming out of Fort Lauderdale that they like we were just delayed. And the way Florida rain is, is that it'll thunderstorm for 15 minutes and then be sunny, but then it'll do it again and it'll be sunny. So they were kind of battling with that and they were like, we'll give flight vouchers, like have some snacks. Like the whole plane was already boarded in this moment and I'm sitting there and I was fine because I've been through this before. But there were people like yelling at the flight attendants thinking it's their fault. And it's like, dude, this is because of weather. Like you need to sit your ass down and realize that you can't control the situation and they're going to update you when you can and that's all you can do. People get so worked up over that stuff and it's like you really have to understand that 
you can only worry about what you can control versus what you cannot control. Yep, exactly. It's, I mean, I've I've dealt with my own crazy flight situations. TBT to when I actually moved to New York. Oh my god! And like when your bag got sent to DC. No, 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 no. So I, so I, you got sent. To I DC. went from Akron to DC, and then in DC, uh every flight to New York kept getting delayed. Mm -hmm. And then my, my original flight to New York got canceled. So then I tried to jump on another flight and then that kept getting delayed and that got canceled. So I tried to jump on yet another flight Mm -hmm. and that got delayed and got canceled. And somewhere in the mix, all the flights just end up getting canceled because they were like awful storms. <laughs> all the airlines said, sorry, you're not coming here. Yeah, all, all the airlines were like, you're not going to New York today. I remember so, you, you called me and I felt so awful for you. I'm like, this girl just wants to get here. I just wanted to get there. Well, I was also panicking because I was like, I need to get to my Airbnb. Um, but at the end of the day, what ended up happening is all the flights got canceled. And I was like, well, guess I can't mm-hmm. go. Um, and then... Uh, the next day I flew out, I went to LaGuardia. My bags went to JFK. <laughs> so I the had best part. So I had to go to JFK to get my bags, a 40-minute Uber ride later. Insane. And then have to go from JFK to, like, the Upper East Side where Mayor I don't even want to know what that Uber cost. <sighs> oh, it was an expensive weekend. Um, but, I mean, that was kind of a lesson to myself. Like, okay, shit can hit the fan, but we can push through it. You can push through it. Um so yeah so kind of going back on on the scientific elements i i do have a really good article pulled up here there were some of the top five um ways that travel has found to help with mental health your physical health and even just your perspective on life jumping into the first one is that travel can help keep stress in check we just touched on this right about learning what you can and can't control you know, traveling isn't just about seeing new places. It's about escaping the old ones and sometimes escaping your current situation for a little bit to gain perspective on on what to do. Um, in 2013, the Stress in America survey found that travel can reduce stress and negative emotions by removing us from the situations that are causing us those stress. And the article also says time away from those negative environments and activities effectively resets our emotions, right? It gives us that reset button that we need when we didn't even know that we needed it. And for me, it really helped me understand where my stress was coming from, how I can control it, and in which aspects I, I can fix and which aspects I cannot fix. Yeah. You know? So the second point here is that travel has actually found to reduce your risk of heart attack. Um, there was a nine-year study that found that men who did not vacation for several years were 30% more likely to have a heart attack, and those who regularly took time off were 21% less likely to die of such an attack. The reason? People who travel are typically more active than those who spend their days glued to an office chair. Oh. See, I was thinking more of the stress aspect of it. Mm -mm. But think about it. You know, I work an office job and I am sitting down for the majority of my day. My movements are when I'm moving from meeting to meeting or coming back to my desk. But when you're traveling, you're walking around a lot more. When you're on the beach, you're in the ocean, you're playing around in the waves, you could be playing beach volleyball. When I was on my cruise, we went hiking and zip lining, and there was a day where we went to a water park and we had to move around everywhere. You know, you put yourself in situations that physically make you more active in ways that you don't think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I would definitely think about people who travel that. to Europe. You know, people always joke around. I'm going to walk off my calories. I had a friend who went to Italy. She lost weight when she went. You know, I she actually lost weight. That bitch. But on, on my on my vacation, I ate y'all. Like I ate. <laughs> you ate good. And I drank. Oh, like you I, had that good seafood. I like 
turn myself off. Like we are not a fitness and health professional this week. <laughs> like I eat all the food, drink oh all God. the drinks. Y'all, I ate Takis like every day. Um, Takis. So, you know, I was very nervous coming back. I was like, holy crap. Like, let's see. And I actually weighed myself and I weigh the same. Don't hate me. That's not bad. I, hey, weigh, I, I weigh only gained same. four pounds on vacation. Hey, I, that's not bad. And I was on a cruise where you can order multiple dinners in the same night. I, on lobster night, ordered four lobsters because I could. You bitch. I'm just kidding. And I had escargot. Uh, and then I had a shrimp cocktail. You see the theme of like seafood and like weird things. Um, What else? And then I would have dessert every night because the dessert would always be really good. And tell me, you probably drank a shit ton of alcohol and probably not just like... I actually just didn't alcohol. do all like the daiquiris and stuff because oh, I didn't. don't... Well, I don't like what they do to me in the sun because when you're drinking them in the sun, there's a lot of sugar involved and then you feel like shit. Mm. But I was still drinking vodka sodas like they were water. We, we drank a bunch of White Claw. Like mm. I think actually... In one day, we went through two cases of White Claw. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We drank so much White Claw. And specifically. Stuff. Specifically. Like, we Sponsor were at the us. store. We were at the store. We went to Publix. Sponsor and, us White Claw. And we were like, we we couldn't find the variety pack of the White Claws. So we were like, well, I guess we'll just go get Truly. And they were, like, really disappointed by it. And I was like, oh, it's like... What? And then we found the variety pack somewhere else in the store and, and they were like, put the truly back. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. It yo. depends on your flavor. Like they all taste differently. There's like the literal brand that's called Spike Seltzer. There's truly, there's White Claw. There's another one and I can't really think of it, of what it is, but it, it's the same variation. But they all have similar flavors, but they're just a little bit differently, I think, in terms of like the amount of alcohol mm. to Spike Seltzer. So, so we, I mean, I drank a lot of those, but then towards the end of the week, so. My ass, I, like, well, they also convinced me to buy the big bottle of tequila, Sabrina, buy the big Good. bottle. And so, you know, we're, we're halfway through the week and I'm only like, maybe like a quarter through the tequila. And I was like, fuck, nobody else so is drinking this. So, pounded so, it. so I was making tequila, orange juice, pineapple juice, and then get this Pedialyte packet. <laughs> And, oh my god but y'all i felt fine a pedialyte um, packet so i was drinking the a lot key of that to surviving drinking is add a pedialyte packet to your beverage i would i and by the end of that trip actually when i when i woke up friday i think we had about maybe like an eighth of the tequila left drink a lot of tequila y'all a lot of it hey tequila's good for you there's a lot of science behind that we've talked about this sometimes <sighs> when i have a cold i'll take a shot of tequila or is it supposed to be a shot of whiskey? What's the one that helps with a cold? I feel like it's tequila because that's what I do. Don't ask me that question because we I have don't tequila know. in our freezer, and I do this when I feel like I'm getting sick. We have tequila in our freezer. Yes, we have a lot of alcohol in our freezer. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> back to our back point. to our point. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so back back on a couple of the points the article talks about. This is a pretty common one that people know is that travel lowers your risk of depression. A 2005 study found that female subjects who vacation less once, vacationed less than once every two years were more likely to suffer from depression than women who vacationed at least twice a year. Humans derive happiness from novelty, which is in an ample supply when visiting unfamiliar lands. This is so true because I haven't taken a vacation in two years and I've been pretty depressed. Not gonna Yo, lie. Yo, girl. Same. <laughs> You know, like the again, the weekend trips they they're fun, but they don't give that real mental break from they're work that you need. Enough. They're no. not long enough because you don't actually take a true break off of work 
you may only miss one day mm-hmm. two days tops but to actually get that full week off away from work and doing what you want to do mm-hmm. is a whole different story yep uh the next point it, it talks about and kind of goes hand in hand with this is that planning a trip actually promotes uh, as much happiness as going on the trip. Oh, because you get excited. A 2002 study conducted by researchers at UK's University of Siri found that people are happiest when they have a trip coming up. Knowing that there's a holiday on the horizon causes you to experience a greater sense of joy as well as more positive feelings about your health, your economic situation, and your general quality of life. I mean, one hundo. I mean, think about it. When we when we were kids and Christmas was coming up, mm-hmm. we would get excited as hell because oh, we knew yeah. we were going to get presents. Santa was coming. Like. When you put it into that perspective, mm-hmm. heck yeah, I would believe that. Mm-hmm. But then there's the excitement of getting ready for your trip. You get to pack. You get to go shopping for new clothes. You get to really plan out what you're going to do when you're gone. And you feel like you're you're ready for it. Yeah. I was more than ready for my vacation when it was coming. I needed it desperately. Girl, same, 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 same. Mm-hmm. And, and the last point that the article talks about is that experiential wealth is better than material wealth you don't need science to tell you that travel enriches your life but isn't it nice to know it's scientifically proven proven a 2010 cornell study found that satisfaction gained from buying experiences starts high and keeps growing while the satisfaction that comes from acquiring things quickly wears off if you buy a private jet to travel well we can assume that's a gray area but when you're purchasing experiences and memories versus material things there is a cognitive difference between those types of happiness. Right? I, I, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fortunate in the fact that growing up, we did a lot of family vacations to a bunch of different places. You know, I've been to Universal. I've been to Disneyland. I've been or Disney World, whatever freaking ones. I'm Disneyland for. is California. Disney, Disney World, World is Florida. Disney World is As Florida. As a Floridian, I am offended. I need you to calm down. <laughs> you know, I've there done, is a difference. I've done, you know, zip lining in Jamaica. I've done, you know, jet skis before. You know, so I, I've I've had all these amazing experiences underneath my belt where I've gone I've gotten to like see the world. Mm-hmm. You know? It definitely makes you become a better person. My family was also more about travel than they were about things mm-hmm. in life. So usually our gifts were trips. They would be family trips together. Like my brother and I were obsessed with Universal Studios. We were obsessed. And I remember for like two years straight, we just asked my parents every time they would ask what we want for like a birthday or like a Christmas, we'd be like, we want to go to Universal. Like that was just the thing because we knew it was such a happy place and we knew we'd all enjoy it together. Um, but I do want to jump back to kind of what we talked about before about feeling guilty for taking vacations. Okay. We we have some some good stuff to talk about. Um because I felt really guilty for taking mine because I took a week off, like a lot of time off from work. Well, what would be considered five business days of work, the way that my vacation fell. Yeah. And it gets tricky because something that I've seen with a lot of companies are you have two types of vacation policies. You get either a set amount of vacation days or you get what's called unlimited vacation time. What I find tough is that the unlimited vacation policies make you feel like you can't take vacation. I've worked in an environment before where we've had that and you feel guiltier for taking the vacation than not taking it because you're like, how unlimited is unlimited? What if I want to take two months off throughout the year or three months off? Like there, there's got to be a limit at some point, right? But then there's the other side to it, too, where you only get two or three weeks of vacation. You really have to prioritize how much you're getting. 
And then when you do take it, sometimes you you get into a place where your employer makes you feel guilty for taking that time off because then you have to find people to cover. You have to make sure it fits into the schedule of the company or whatever's going on. And it's, it's tough. Like I'm fortunate enough where I have employers who, who treat vacation as a good thing and are like, yes, you earned it. Like go and take it. You'll be covered here because it's a use or lose it policy. Like for me, I get two weeks of vacation and if we don't use it, we don't get it next year. It just goes away. Oh, it doesn't roll over. So you have, you're forced to take it and you feel more forced to take that vacation. Yeah. You don't really get a vacation policy. No. So the way that mine is kind of set up uh, in, in the fitness industry, you know, a lot of it is you are, you know, hourly rate per class rate per client rates. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was talking to another coach about this. It's very interesting. We go into this industry because we want a flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. That's one of the benefits of it. You can mm-hmm. you can make your schedule as flexible as you want. Right. But then... And I, and I will say this. My employers have never made me feel bad for taking a break. Which is awesome. They have never made me feel bad. It's more so me beating myself up because, you know, then we have to find people to cover, you know, if it's my classes um, or, you know, I need to f- I need to either give clients workout programs mm-hmm. or I need to, uh, you know, set people up with other trainers or something like that. And then also, too, I get a little bit frustrated because when I don't work. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid. Well, exactly. So it's not real PTO. Like I, mine is PTO. Yeah. Like I'm still getting quote unquote paid while I'm on vacation. Yeah. So that's, that's what makes it hard. And it's trying to find that work life balance. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, right? We're always trying to find that work life balance and when is work too much or when is life too much and how can we find that happy medium between the two? Um, it just gets tougher and tougher. I see with other people. It, I haven't experienced it yet, but I've had friends who have felt like they can never take a vacation because they're always going to be behind in work. They're never going to know what's going on. They feel like one of their other peers on their team is going to come up and take their their thunder and their role. And it's tough. Like we shouldn't have employers doing that to people. We should be building each other up to enjoy life. At the end of the day, work is always going to be there. It ain't going away. It's never going to go away. Very true. There's always going to be shit to do. No matter when you go on vacation, before or after, whatever it may be. But there's never going to be enough time to take that vacation. No. No, there's there's never not. I mean, we've just listed off all these different reasons as to, like, why you should take one. But I, I, I struggle with, like, why don't people take one? Yeah. I, get, I get money's a thing. Money... But like, um, but let's say you're in that situation where your finances, it doesn't hinder you, right? True. You know, I mean, you mentioned it before. People just feel like they can't take off. They're going to get behind in their work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to feel guilty. Um, it's one, tough. One thing that kind of stresses me out is finding coverage. Yeah. Because it seems like it doesn't matter how early out I ask. Nobody seems to get back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, then it's like two weeks before my trip and I still don't know who's covering me. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a stressful, it becomes stressful where it makes me feel like I really can't, I really can't take off. You because, can't even enjoy the process of planning the trip at that point. Yeah. Because you're so focused on work. Yeah. And that can be even tougher than planning the vacation as it is. Yeah, exactly. 
coordinating schedules is like one of the toughest things in the world. It's, I don't know. I feel like we've become too accommodating to others and we forget to be a little selfish in mm-hmm. the good aspects, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, we have to look out for ourselves. We have to make sure that we're prioritizing our time over others because at the end of the day, our time is more valuable. Our mental health is more valuable. Our happiness is more valuable. We can't trade that for the world. And we need to figure out how to prioritize that in our lives just as much as we prioritize everything else. I feel like vacation should be included as a responsibility. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because it just it just does wonders. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gives you something to look excited, like get, get excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, gives you something different to do. It breaks your routine. Um, I mean, a lot of times, you know, for, for me, before I go on vacation, it always seems, or whenever I go away, it always seems to happen, like, right when I need it. Mm-hmm. Like, everything just gets to be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so, I'm either getting so tired of the routine or I'm just getting so upset with the routine that I just need a break. Yeah. And this gives me an excuse for that break. It's almost like the universe aligns with you in that moment. It kind of is like, let me throw all this shit at you right before your vacation. So then you can really enjoy oh my your vacation. God. Yeah. It's so bad how much it does, but it's so true. I felt like the world was going to fall underneath my feet before mine. I was so stressed out. I couldn't do it, but we made it through. We made it through, and we, now we're well. Now I'm back to my regular life this mm. week. You've been back to yours, sort of. The last week was Fourth of July week, and we had a lot of office closure, which was nice. That is really so. Nice. What it was a week, but it was only like a two day week. Well, oh, two and really a half nice. day week. That's yeah. really, really nice. Now I got a full five day week coming up. That's a different story. Yep, we gonna tackle this five day five five, <laughs> five day week together. Yes, we are. We'll be keeping it together. Oh, I see what you did there. I know. You see what I did there. All right, guys. Well, this wraps us up here on episode 55. Do not forget about the live show on July 27th. Get we'll your tickets. You Once again, my name's Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for episode 56. Get your tickets. Keeping it together. I'm sure it's what it